2: perfect home sweet home
3: this is Armstrong and get
2: cool very fine people on both sides he
4: is Armstrong strong and
3: you're listening to the best of the
0: Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere podcasts are given away because we're stupid. How many years ago was it that we did the virtual reality thing where the guy came in and set up the... That was maybe three years ago?
3: That was early in uh, positive Sean's tenure. So what was that, Johnny? Do you remember? It's about three, three to four, somewhere in that range. And yeah.
0: that's in the world of technology a very long time
3: wagon train and, it,
0: and yeah and it was very very cool when we did it yeah i loved it we we put on what did we put on goggles or a helmet
4: yeah goggles and we were in this force field created by uh, various pieces of gear Yeah, specifically you guys used the HTC Vive one of the two bigger uh it's the 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 coke and pepsi of, of virtual reality is the Vive and then the Oculus Rift mm-hmm. uh, owned by Facebook
0: yeah i got more on that cuz i experienced some of it over the uh, vacation so you went to i just saw you tweet about
4: Oh, my, my silent disco.
0: What's a silent
4: disco? So this is um, uh, something that was my first time at one of these, but it's essentially your your typical just kind of dance club sort of thing. But instead of speakers playing the music, everybody has headphones. There's three different stations uh, that you can choose from.
0: Oh, so you don't
4: all have to listen to the same song, right. obviously. And, and the, the,
0: I have a better chance of dancing if I get to choose a song I like.
4: The <laughs> headphones are kind of color-coded, too, so you can... so if. Everybody with the red light on their headphones is listening to the same station. Tennessee, the waltz. Blue light.
3: Tennessee waltz.
0: Tennessee exactly. waltz. So if dancing, you're waltzing
3: with my
4: darling. You don't yeah. attempt to dance uh, with someone doing the jitterbug. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so it was fun. I stayed there for maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes, just enough uh-huh. to kind of get the, oh, this is kind of quirky and weird and people kind of dancing with no audible music uh-huh. uh, around them. But it's it's this new kind of Internet trend that I'm noticing of, Ways that people get to be alone together. Um, I see it a lot with, uh, you know, kind of gaming groups. That's where I experience it the most, where we're all in our homes, but we're playing together and we're on voice communications and we're talking and we're engaging. We just don't have the physical eye contact. This kind of makes it one more step further where, all right, now we're socializing, but we still have this weird kind of isolation. Why will we ever leave our homes in the future? That's an excellent question. Because we'll all
3: die of of loneliness and sadness. And I think
4: this kind of fits in
0: that there were several virtual reality things at theme parks and stuff that we went to uh, with the kids. Like, maybe the coolest ride that we did at Legoland was, uh, you know, put on this eye mask thing. And and you didn't really move very much. You were in some cars that kind of moved you around. Yeah. Most of it was... The immersed in the visual what was going on. Thing. Right,
3: if you had to add just a little physical stimulation with the uh, neurological stuff they got going in through your eyeballs and your ears, that's enough.
0: And then in Las Vegas, in one of the casinos, uh, the Venetian, they had a, um, a virtual reality Star Wars thing that I didn't do, my son did, because it was $40 a pop, and I thought, I... Yeah.
4: I would have done it seven times. I know. I,
0: he can do it. He'll <laughs> love it, but I, I don't really need to do this myself. But anyway, it... uh it was his favorite thing that we did practically the whole trip, and it was a super high-end virtual reality thing where he put on a suit and had a thing that was a gun, and he went with some other people. They were stormtroopers and fighting bad guys, and he said it was just oh, wow. amazing.
4: So these other people are like in full stormtrooper
0: costume yeah, yeah. gear? Yeah, wow. and he said it was, just, <laughs> it was just absolutely blew his mind. I mean, he came out of there his mind blown. So was it like laser tag or was it VR? Were there actual VR? Yeah. You're so, he was in a right. room but it, it it seemed like he was surrounding by people he was right. fighting yeah. in a room and then they went out of the room and then we're on, they're on the planet's surface and they're out in the desert and they're fighting oh my everything all right. God,
3: like that. I'd do
0: that. Oh yeah. And uh and and I kind of wish I'd have done it just to see where they are now because I know where it was 3 years ago and this was a super high end I'm guessing since they're charging 40 people $40 a pop and running people through and everybody was coming out with their mind blowing. and I was just thinking the future, clearly, of amusement parks is just a bunch of rooms. I mean, you could have it. In, maybe that's what will bring back strip malls. <laughs> you know, the shoe stores are leaving, but they'll be that will be an amusement park. That square building there. All they need mm. is a parking lot because all you and need an is internet connection. An internet yeah.
3: connection, and you go in
0: a room and put on a headset, and
3: you can flip and do anything. So what's the state of it, Sean? What am I gonna? Sp- Are you up on it? Like,
4: oh yeah, yeah. You know, um, so what am I gonna spend? How good is
3: it at this point?
4: So if you're getting one of the the full rigs, kind of the either the HTC Vive that we used or the full on Oculus Rift, I'm uh, not
3: doing no damn Facebook crap.
4: No, but go to hell,
3: Zuckerberg. So, so those ones still <laughs>
4: require very powerful uh, computers to actually run the programs on them. But uh, specifically, the Oculus, uh, the Oculus Rift just released their thing for under two hundred bucks. It's self contained requires no other smartphones or computers to power it and it's just uh, it's the goggles you put on um, I haven't experienced this one myself it's not uh, it's not quite up to the the high-end rigs that that are powered by you know couple grand worth of computer parts um, but it's it's a really Interesting uh, way to dip your toes in into the virtual reality thing. Kind of get used to it. See what people are talking about, and it's the it's the cheapest entry point that I've seen so far. Yeah. The other one that w- was close is the PlayStation had a VR thing, but that was uh, close to three four hundred dollars. I think yeah. this is even cheaper than that one. Well,
3: I don't. You know, I'm willing to spend a fair amount if it's going to be, I mean, like crazy cool fun stuff. You know, fighting games and shooting games mm-hmm. and bow and arrows and, and, and the rest of it. Also, you know, the educational stuff. You can walk on the moon or, or you, know, you know, whatever. Jack explored a shipwreck. What if it was an actual shipwreck? You right. know, you can swim through the Titanic. And, right. You know, well,
0: we, we went on a dune buggy ride in Las <laughs> Vegas. I don't see any reason why we actually have to go out into the desert and ride dune buggies if we can put on this headset. You jiggle me around in the seat and throw some sand in my face. Right. It'd be the same thing.
3: And yeah. a friend of yours stands next to you, and if you, like, brush up against a cactus, they stick you with pins. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the full experience. Has
0: anybody, um, and there were virtual, we just did that one, there were, we walked by 50 different virtual reality options. Oh, so, okay, so really? this is in really? Las Vegas. Just, oh, yeah, they were really? all over the place. That's ah. why I think this is going to take over, and I think it'll come, like, just as an avalanche. Once it. You know Certain price point Or technology point Or something It's just gonna be Everywhere Every mall Every Like I said Virtual amusement parks And you won't Everybody will have access to them. They can be anywhere, any weather, you know, anytime you well,
3: want. I'm buying my own because I don't want nobody's ear goo on my headphones. I'm wearing or their eye scum or anything. I didn't,
0: you know, I was in Vegas <laughs> their with oily
3: kid. skin. Ugh.
0: I was doing only kid-friendly stuff in Vegas. But do they have? Are there any virtual yes. strip club sort of things? I was yes. th- why would you have? Why would you hire a real twenty-year-old to dance? When you can be sitting there and what's your favorite height, weight, size, whatever, and you punch it in, they're as real as anything else dancing right in front of you. I guess you ruin the illusion that you're going to date them someday. But no, uh, this
4: one's really into me.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that hasn't happened yet.
3: Yeah, huh. So it's, where's Marshall, by the way? Because he saw Fatima do the dance of the seven veils. What, the what, 1910s. what
0: was the need for that? What
1: I drove that?
0: What sadness in your psyche <laughs> drove that shot at what his now? age?
4: I'm just, I wondered where he was. So to me, the next big leap that will make it much more popular, at least from the on the consumer basis, is kind of this the the light scale version of the Oculus just released. Where because right now I'm physically tethered to a computer when I'm playing the the VR stuff at my place and when I you when you get the the ability to walk around and not feel like you're you have a leash on it, it that's going to be a next step of of kind of full immersion right um and there's already working on there's a lot of companies that are working on these omnidirectional treadmills so I just stand in place and I can move any way I need to in the game, but physically I'm not actually going anywhere. Oh, that um, sounds good. Uh, haptic feedback suits where if I'm if I'm playing a boxing game and somebody <laughs> hits me in the ribs, I, yeah. I feel a little pressure on my little, on my wow, suit. Get it. Like yeah, so these things are th- th- those things are probably still quite a ways away. But those are still some of the advancements that are, that are being worked on in, in the, the lunatic fringe circles. God, it's,
0: there are unforeseen consequences that I can only guess at, but it's going to kill amusement parks. It's going to kill a lot of stuff that has existed forever. How are you going to take your kid to the county fair when they can do the greatest uh, roller coaster ride in the entire world in their bedroom?
3: right. Or just have them try to throw the ring onto the uh, pop bottle and then take money out of their piggy bank. <laughs> you don't have to drive across town,
0: right? Black out a couple of teeth and
3: <laughs> exactly breathe on them. Give them the full,
0: <sighs> give them the full experience. Yeah. Breathe them on with your hot corn liquor breath. Exactly. Well, what about uh, museums? Yeah, exa- another a, one. A virtual Why museum. Why, as soon as they got the Louvre on a disc that I can put in my computer and I can walk all around the Louvre and look at the paintings, it'd be exa- as as good as being there. I'm pretty
3: sure it's pronounced louver
4: Whatever. Or even just <laughs> full <kidding>. classrooms <laughs> of sixth graders. Hey, kids, put on your headsets. We're going to check out the Sistine Chapel. Right. right. They yeah, could never have done that there's
0: before. N- there's no reason
3: to be there.
4: Petting zoos. Pet- petting zoos, another good example, Michael.
3: <laughs> what? What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, of course, the porn. is The, the, oh, the yeah. weirdos are going to really take advantage oh, of the porn. Oh,
3: well, I, the aficionados. There's a good chance yeah. that bankrolls everything else. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah, between gambling and porn. That'll, uh, so how about this? I mean, this is grim, obviously, but somebody could produce a hyper-realistic, uh, well, I, I'm not even sure what term to use, manifestation, not video, just experience what
4: a Civil War battle was like. Can you imagine something like that? Do you remember the the VR experience that we we talked about? The the reporter wrote this thing. I I got emotional. I started crying when they were. It was the recreation of the World War II flight, and they were being shot down. Oh, and they had the right. down to the the instrumentation was the most accurate replica of these planes that have ever. Like th- th- this is going to enable empathy in ways that had not been accessed before. Just because now, as even. Even looking at a movie or looking at a painting, there's still kind of a a disconnect there from actually feeling it, experiencing it, even even if it is just in a virtual way. You know, that sort of thing could really, it probably
3: won't, but it could de-glorify war. If you're in not in a uh, Call of Duty type, you know, shoot, 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 and oh, you get hit five times, your energy level's down. You got to right. go uh, eat a health pill. No, <laughs> you're just, you have noise and, and, and violence all around you, and your head's whirling around, and you're trying to find cover, then all of a sudden everything goes black. Yeah. I mean, that might, you know, make a point to people. I don't.
0: What are haunted houses going to be like when Whoa, you get virtual reality? Volleyball.
2: pants
3: hard weddingly hard. fantastic. <laughs> oh, heart attackingly good. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. God, you
0: could come up with stuff that would just. Because your brain is is. It, I guess tricked's the right word, it, but it's not really being tricked. it's experiencing what it's experiencing. Well how
3: about with one of positive positive Sean's, whatever you call them suits with the uh, the haptic
4: feedback the haptic suit. feedback
3: yeah. suit so you're walking through the uh the haunted house and all of a sudden a hand comes on your shoulder
4: <laughs> <laughs> you'd boo you yourself oh, boy. And, and, and this will conti- this will have ripples throughout society in ways that we can't even fathom. Sure. One of my favorite examples is crime scenes, right so a detective shows up. After a crime happens, they have the cameras, they, they freeze frame that crime scene that now you can go back and walk through at any point during the trial right. without having a hair moved or, right, like these, right. so you don't have to kind of put the photos next to each other and try to recreate it that way. Um, real estate listings, you'll never, open houses, you won't have to do that anymore. You walk through yeah, it. Yeah, you just put on the goggles, you walk through, you see what this, you know, that this is yeah, going to have a warning, lot of Warning,
3: warning, you won't be able to smell the cat piss, all right? Judy and I almost yes. bought this house. Yes. We'd gone to it a couple two three times. We were like measuring for, let's see, we could put this uh, the kids in here and blah, blah blah. And we went back on a rainy day. It was already under contract, and the humidity on that rainy day brought out the smell of a thousand cat pisses. Whoa. Oh, it was unbelievable. Whoa. And we uh we yanked it. We talked to a contractor. He said, "No, you'd have to rip out everything."
0: They didn't disclose that? Uh,
3: that their cats whizzed all over the place? No. No. Uh, number one, this was, this was a number of years ago, but, I mean, not like 50, but, um, uh, and, you know, back in like the end of age Scooby-Doo. Of cat urine. <laughs> and it, I would have gotten away with it, too, if it hadn't rained. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just because of a humid day. So, and again, beware of the cat piss, folks. It's a little tip for you.
0: I've always wondered why you couldn't have it if you're wearing, I think we're eventually going to wear some sort of goggles pretty much uh, all the time. We'll have... We'll drive with a map in front of
4: us. and just It'll be more like uh, an updated, better version of the Google Glass as yeah. opposed to kind of yeah. the horse blinder goggles that are associated yeah. Yeah. And with you're VR. Com- you're
0: at work, your computer screen, you won't well, you won't need to be in your office at your computer. It's in front of your eyes whenever and, and you and want.
3: please, it. when you run into somebody whose name you should remember, it'll be right. there on your glasses. Right. Oh, please. so oh, please. But I
0: don't know why you, you got these things on. You sit in your house. Your house has got white walls and bare furniture <laughs> or whatever. But in your, what you're seeing is this is a beautiful home all right. with all these decorations and paintings and lighting because it's all made up but it's completely real
3: like living in kim and kanye's house in your brain sure (laughs) you just never take off your glasses and remind yourself what a crap hole you live in exactly (laughs) armstrong and getty armstrong
1: and getty this is the best of
0: armstrong and getty climate change has come up so much in the last couple of days i was starting to think am i am i missing this story I should be paying more attention to this. Sell your parka, buy a pair of shorts. And then I got back to my normal position of w- what would I do about it anyway?
3: Sell your mittens, buy sunscreen.
1: <laughs>
0: mittens. It's easy. <laughs> I just wondered if someday people would look back on this sort of thing and think, how they, they saw it coming, why didn't they
4: do something about it? Yes, that will happen.
0: The way I feel about the federal debt, other people feel right. about climate change. Like, everybody is telling you this is going to happen, but you just let it happen anyway. Right,
3: right. Melt down your snowshoes, get yourself a nice broad-brimmed hat although, so we, although you
0: could do something about the federal debt, I'm not certain it's realistically to do anything about climate
3: change. Well, the federal debt is a uh, American problem. yeah, climate change is obviously a global issue mm-hmm. and uh,
0: China's going to build 1000 coal plants today, right <laughs> you know or whatever the statistic is.
4: yeah what are you going to do? Well the he- the headline in my household is that there's been plenty of buzz about all these plant-based meats oh, nowadays yeah. mm-hmm. Well, our fine friends over at Arby's. Oh, I just I saw this yesterday. This is great. They're now making meat-based plants. They've turned it on its head. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Meat-based plants. I love wow. it. so
4: like a ham salad? No, I'm giving I you, you ham? The merit. That's right. It's a carrot made yeah. of meat. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I know it's fantastic. Merits and other vegetables <laughs> that are planned to follow are the fast food chain's official response to the increasingly popular impossible burgers and all these these yeah. pea-based proteins that are uh, the, the fake meats you know
2: pea-based
4: oh uh, yeah yeah they're pea-based proteins plant-based plant, based. Yeah. plant they're, not they're, like urine based. no correct right. yeah
1: yes. Yes. Not. Not. yeah all yeah right. grow up. oh yes.
3: i'm asking it's oh. an homonym grow up or
4: homophone or uh, homosexual i don't know it's some one of those things the merit is a turkey breast cut into the shape of a carrot Rolled in a carrot marinade and maple syrup powder. Oh, yes. Before being, but who is this for? Me. It's for me. Hey, here's a question. Yeah. To get
0: me to eat vegetables, you have to take meat yeah. and shape it into a vegetable. You're not,
3: then you're no, not, not eating eat- vegetables, you maroon. Yeah. <laughs> here's a question. Does every fast food uh, franchise, not franchise, but company now employ a wise-ass. Yes, and I would like to be that person. And they're either coming up with something like this, or they're saying, all right, here's what we do. We get a whole, uh, let's see, a fried chicken leg. We dip it in chocolate. Then, let's see, I don't know, inject the bacon into the middle of it. There you go. There's your latest stunt food.
0: Then we take our chocolate shakes, we deep fry them, we wrap them in bacon.
3: Done for the day. Then, let's see, it's the Women's March. Uh, We're declaring ourselves Burger Queen for the weekend. All right, there you go. Then he goes home, comes up with something the next week. (laughs) Uh, you, your RBS say uh, plant based uh, meat is a big thing. Let's do meat based plants. Ha
4: ha ha! It Yours is your keep. It is not yet available, but rest assured, when it does become available, I will be first in line, and I will report my findings back to you on the merit and other measurables. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Vegetables. A, carrot. A meat
1: carrot. Uh,
4: I got your meat carrot.
1: Uh, oh, hilarious. Hilarious. Wow.
3: All the right. uh, low water mark. There. I always wondered when we'd hit it. Now I know.
1: You're
0: listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty.
0: Oh, so musk is one of my least favorite words. Really? Yeah. We were talking
3: about moist the other day. Moist oh, that's musk a gross is, sounding make, word. A moist musk will make me throw oh, up. Oh, Jeez. man, I'm, I'm moist with musk. Um, <laughs> uh, there was a character in uh, Dr. Evil's uh, sing-along blog or whatever that uh, doctor, what was the name of it? Dr Evil Sing Along Blog. No, what was, uh, are you talking Dr, Dr. Yeah. Horrible sing it was one of the <laughs> biggest hits in the world. I talked about it for a while. Not that you're required to remember it, but it was uh Neil Patrick Harris. It's like a 15-minute long musical drama that he did with uh, various creative types. Dr Horrible Sing Along Blog mm. was the name of it. It's brilliant. It's absolutely wonderful. It became a family favorite of ours. Yeah, there it is. There's the uh, Gotcha. The logo. Um, But uh, does anybody remember why I brought that up? No, not at all. Oh, because there was a character named Moist in it. His sidekick is always really sweaty, his name is Moist. Gosh. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) Absolutely terrible.
1: It's terrible.
3: (laughs) Anyway, uh, so we were talking about sugar during the show, and I found this chart that we talked about.
0: Sugar. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
3: Oh, honey, honey. Sing along, if you know the words. Sugar, sugar. No, I didn't mean it. I really didn't mean it, Marshall. That was irony. Um. Um, U.S. sugar consumption, starting in around 1820, when it would appear that the average American consumed uh, something around five pounds of sugar uh, equivalent per year. Five pounds. It's now, depending on who you ask, 100 or 120 pounds, uh, which is just astonishing it's uh, you know and it's funny I've low carbed it um I'm trying to like d- d- eat no or as little added sugar as I possibly can these days and you lose your taste for sweetness right? or oh, yeah. it, it evolves yeah yeah no doubt it's like salt is addictive I've known people who put horrific some amounts of salt on their food
0: both of my kids are that way they salt pepperoni pizza.
3: Oh, my gosh. I don't know what their deal is. God, you'd think they'd shrivel up like a a slug. (laughs) You pour salt on in the garden.
0: I put something on salt maybe once a year. I'm sure I've gone years where I didn't put salt on anything. I just don't. I've never felt like I need salt.
3: You know, that's funny. I put a little, just a little bit on like a fried egg Uh, pepper. Just a little bit of salt. What about but, your corn on the cob? you got to salt your corn on the cob. Yeah, oh, occasionally I, yeah. occasionally
0: yeah. I will, but salt that'd be, and that would be right. the only example oh, yeah. I have. And yeah. We know a guy who I believe dropped dead a couple of years ago. Who, who I, as the first person I ever say see salt a piece of pepperoni
3: pizza. We were at a pizza place. Is that the guy we worked with in Charlotte? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear of his passing. I think oh. he did. I'm sure I should Google that. But anyway. Well, let's not say his name, just in case
0: he's still with us. Well, I wasn't going to, but salting your pizza is probably not good.
4: Uh, no, no. Interesting food. menu. I've never ate pizza and I was like, this isn't salty enough.
0: I know. Yeah. Me neither. Really? Um, yeah. uh, but, but the point being you can develop, you develop a tolerance and then you yeah. need more of it. Right. And uh, same thing is definitely true with sugar. Well, no you doubt. give it
3: up for a while or cut it back for a while and then you go for something you're used to. You were used to eating. It's disgusting. Oh, you know what
0: I noticed immediately when I started cutting like last year, whenever it was that we all discovered that sugar is a terrible force. Oh, sugar's the problem. Oh when we found out that Kellogg's eggs Kellogg's (laughs) or who had convinced us eggs and bacon were the worst things you could eat for breakfast. What you want to eat is this sugary cereal. Right. And the government went along And lots and lots of carbs. And the frigging government went along with that uh for years and years and years and that's a lot of why we've taken so much sugar but since have some waffles with your cereal since i figured that out and i've cut back on sugar i'm amazed at like how sweet a glass of milk can taste oh yeah because they put sugar in it yeah and i never saw milk as sweet before but i do now yeah
3: it's it's almost oppressively sweet i god i wish like uh, waffles and syrup were good for you (laughs) pancakes oh man i love that more than about anything and i Eat it. I eat pancakes or waffles. What are your sugary, carby breakfasts? Once every four years. Oh, maybe. really?
0: Yeah. We probably have pancakes uh, for dinner every couple of weeks.
3: We did when we had little kids. Definitely. Although, God, Judy and I did get into uh, biscuits and gravy for a Ooh. while.
1: Yeah, we'd like, not to like.
3: You know, if we went out for breakfast and it was a good joint and we had never had their biscuits and gravy, that's and what make, we go for. will you musky. And you know what's funny is uh, <laughs> we both gained a lot of weight. What? Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Do you think it was from that? You cover
3: <laughs> big hunks of bread with essentially liquid bread and a little bit of sausage. Yeah, you gain weight. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Have there been studies
4: done on that? <laughs> Word to the wise. Yeah. We should keep our eye on that. I
3: think yeah, exactly. Be onto something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: You
0: may be breaking some news here. <laughs>
4: sugar consumption per day.
3: Uh, let's see. Who do we want to lock and listen to? The American Heart Association? What do they know? Oh, you know see. the
0: one thing that I've, I've, I've not seen nailed down completely is fruit. I don't still get fruit. I refuse to believe that there's anything wrong with taking in the sugar and fruit. I just refuse to believe it. I think
3: if you're... If that's the only sugar you're taking
0: in, it's it just, fine. It just can't be the same thing. But it but it's regularly labeled the same way on food. Something that's mm-hmm. just apples, and they'll give you the full sugar. It's got thirty grams of sugar, and it's only apples. Yeah. I refuse to believe that that's bad for me. I just I don't see how it could be. I don't I don't think it is. If you go back to that chart, because. That's an insignificant well, I, amount of sugar. Tiny. Well, well, so, well, I try to stay under twenty-five grams a day, but unless it's well, go on. But but well, then stop including the sugar that's in an apple in your ingredients on the thing. I want to know if you threw in some extra fructose or whatever the hell on top right, of the apples.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm looking at these uh, American Heart Association recommendations for daily sugar intake, and children less than two years is zero. Nothing. Give them nothing. Wow. Uh, ages 2 to 18, which is a hell of a span. I don't know. Yeah, My experience is kids quadruple in size between <laughs> yeah. 2 and 18. Uh, they say less than or equal to 6 teaspoons a day. Adult women at 6 and adult dudes it's 9. So if you say to your honey, give me some sugar, you're actually doing them a favor because they should not be taking in as much. Hmm. I, yeah, God, I would like to just eliminate all of it Sounds and carbs and the rest of it. Yeah, there's you sugar in everything. There really is. I try to avoid oh, yeah. sugar, but yeah. because everything.
0: the sugar people figured out that you develop a taste for it and then you need more of it, so they put more in it, and then it's in everything, right? Yeah. That,
3: and that's what sells. Uh, is there? There probably is a, a health food store where uh, there ought to be a hardcore low sugar aisle, and you know you can be assured it's healthy. I'm sure those stores exist, but I don't know. Too many hippies in them. <laughs> Weirdos. Speaking of
0: Musk, <laughs> gee, honey, really? And
3: you know, Musk is really stuck in your mind. Uh, the good old days. Oh,
0: yes. So, how much? How much sugar do we take in now compared to the old days?
3: Oh, it's uh, twenty to twenty-five times as much. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a that's a diet change right there. And I happen to know that if you go back into the 1700s, it's a fraction of that five pounds a year that they were eating in 1820.
0: But I'm thinking of the way my dad probably ate when he was a kid, where they were on a farm and just real eggs and bacon sort of family. I bet it'd be hardly any sugar, but there's hardly any.
3: Right, right. Maybe a pie on Sunday. And if you have a good fatty biscuits and gravy... So damn filling, you wouldn't eat nearly as much as the so-called healthier stuff of the modern era. And then the pie, because you don't have a taste for sugar, probably didn't have... Oh, my God, have, pie, too. Probably, I'm just
0: thinking. If it had a pie on the weekend, it probably wouldn't have the cups of sugar that they put in pies now. The Absolutely. apple would have been sweet enough on its own. Much more tart, I guarantee you. Hmm. Yeah. And then, again, getting back to this, so why are we so fat?
3: It's a mystery. There's delicious, cheap... Sugary food everywhere. All the time. You gotta just I don't know. what do you gotta you don't wanna hear this from me? You don't need my advice. You need discipline. Self discipline. Ain't easy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, tell me about it.
0: So I want to do one of those programs where you buy their shakes or their food or whatever and that just I know this is what I'm gonna eat today. Right. Their bars and their shakes or whatever. I know I can't be trusted. Yeah, I can't be trusted making my own decision. i am telling you, the last person I want in charge is me. Yeah, no kidding. Well, look at what I've done to myself. It's (laughs) grotesque. Oh, you're you're (laughs) enormous. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: What had been, um... Predicted, more or less, on Saturday Night Live in a funny piece they did last year. This was a game show, which a bunch of people uh, were asked the questions, what role can you play? The name of the game show, I think, was Can You Play That? Can I Play It? Can I Play That? An actor or actress, what roles you can play? This is what it sounded like. Our first role is blind person. Can you play it?
1: Yeah, I can play that. (sighs) Uh...
0: What?
4: What? (laughs) Wow. God took their sight, and now you want to take their job. No, no, no. Wait a second, wait a second. Isn't that what acting is about, you know, becoming someone
1: you're not? Not anymore, no. Now it's about becoming yourself, but with a different haircut. Okay, next role, astronaut. Uh, No,
4: I cannot play that.
1: Wait, wait, why can't he play that?
4: Well, I just sensed it was
1: a
0: trap. (laughs) And it was. The astronaut was secretly Mexican all along. Secretly? That's right. The astronaut seemed white the
1: whole movie, but in the last scene when he gets back from Jupiter, he does 23 andme me and discovers that he's 5% Mexican. Oh man, that would have been no bueno. Watch it. Okay. Now, what about Caitlyn Jenner in the Caitlyn Jenner biopic? Okay, I can't play that. That's correct. Bonus follow-up question, who could play Caitlyn Jenner? No one. That
2: is correct.
0: It is an impossible movie to make. I dare someone to try. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious, and it's turned out to be true with this new
3: Scarlett Johansson story. She is supposed to be in the film Rub and Tug. And uh, has had to drop out following a heavy backlash that argued a cisgender woman should not play a transgender man. <sighs> All right. I don't know. Just exhausted.
0: And then she made some comments that I should be able to play anybody I want to. And then
3: people went crazy over that. She responded and said it was taken out of context. Acting goes through trends, she said. You know, as an act, we probably could come up with this tape, but that would take work. Uh, you know, as an actor, I should be allowed to play any person or any tree or any animal because that is my job and the requirements of my job. There are a lot of social lines being drawn now and a lot of political correctness is being reflected in art.
0: How many people disagree with what she just said?
3: The angry vocal 5%. Is it that many? Eh, I mean, she's
0: she's a woman of the left. She's going to marry, uh, what's his name? Colin Jost. Yeah. It's not like she's some right winger or whatever, and she's saying, "I'm an actress, so I should be able to play anything."
3: Why they'll make really attractive little children.: Probably funny, sarcastic,
0: attractive little
4: children who trample on transgender people.) <laughs> <laughs> and it was an interesting kind of story cycle about this, because this was also on the heels of uh, Disney announced their casting for their, their live-action Little Mermaid," uh, and they cast a, a black woman as the, the, the lead, the, the Ariel. Mm-hmm. Uh so there's this simultaneous. Yes, the Little Mermaid can be anything, but actresses can't tr- play anything. It seems like those two right. ideas don't mesh. Well, either, they don't. Either yeah. anybody can be anything, yeah. or not.
3: Yeah, although that's a little different. I mean, it's just a character. The race is not particular to that character, so it's a it's apples and oranges to me a little bit. And if I ever catch an apple playing an orange, I'm going to pick it. <laughs> um, but it's a minor point. Um, when trans people are allowed to play any person, when prominent roles stop being whitewashed, then Scarlett Johansson can have a moan, tweeted some writer. Until then, please spare us your political correctness con mad s. All right. So I if just you made if the movie exhaust the hell out of me, you spend your all your lives up your own butts and angry. And I just don't I don't get why you live. But that
0: they way, actually right? pulled her off the movie, though.
3: Uh, or she dropped out. Too much pressure. Too much controversy. Wow. Somebody might have said to her, hey, look, this is going to be box office poison because it's too controversial.
0: I'm controversial would think it's... among 2% of people.
3: Right. Yeah. And I would think this uh, you know, movie studios fake up controversies over movies all the time all right. to get them into the news. Sure. This Mo- is a real one. Oh, the, uh, yeah. A real stupid one. Am I supposed one, but...
4: to get upset when a gay person plays a straight man? Yes.
3: NPH. Stop playing straight guys, Neil Patrick Harris. I won't have it anymore. If you don't actually uh, like chicks, you're insulting to me and my fellow hetero males.
0: Emmys just came out, and Modern Family won whatever it won 10 best comedy Emmys through the years. You couldn't start that show today with the gay couple because the one guy, the big guy, is straight. Right. Mm, He's sickening. a straight guy. You'd no way you could make Modern Family Today one of the most successful sitcoms in history, and it's from the 2000s. Right. It's not from the 50s. Right. It's from the 2000s. You couldn't make it with that cast today. I guarantee you there would be an outcry over having a straight guy play a gay guy Guaranteed. in that couple. Yeah.
3: You couldn't do it. Hey, Michael, can we edit out the part where I appear to be yelling at Neil Patrick Harris? Yes. Because <laughs> I love NPH so much, and I would hate for him to think I'm angry at him. I'll take it out. You are so great, NPH. <laughs> I love you so much strictly on a professional level. He's, he's way too talented. I know, he's ridiculous. He's like uh, what Seth McFarlane? Yeah, only with a six-pack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seth McFarlane appears to be pretty fit. Are you saying he doesn't have as that would he be the genius behind family guy? Yes. Uh, you're saying he does not have a six-pack? You're calling him
4: fat? Uh, no, to what? be fair, I oh. haven't seen him shirtless. So maybe, maybe he's just, just I think we've tight. all learned a lesson today <laughs> yes. about imputing people's <laughs> abs, John. Yes. Most, most,
3: of us Ab
0: a, most of us don't have a six-pack. No. So if you assume somebody doesn't have a six-pack, I think you're mostly going to be right.
3: Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm feeling a tad large after vacation myself but
0: you're you, you are either capable of having a six-pack or not. Not everybody is capable of it. Mm-hmm. When right. I was at my skinniest and I worked constantly when I was like 21 years old and I mean I was my body fat was practically nothing. I still had a little layer of fat on my belly. There was just there was no way that was ever going to go away. Right. Some people are built like that. Yeah. And then there are some people that apparently they're built the other way can live any lifestyle they want. How many I see so many homeless people walking across the street shirtless and they're just ripped. And you know they're not living the best lifestyle. They're not working out. They're not eating. You know, uh, clean food in, clean food
1: out. You know (laughs) (laughs) that lifestyle. Yeah,
3: and they're just ripped. Yeah. Old Phil Mickelson, the golfer, he's just fasted. He lost fifteen pounds in fifteen days or something like that. He'd be an example of a guy who's never going to get a six pack. Right. Right. Uh, but he's. Uh, it was all about health and cleanse, not about losing weight. About getting back, resetting my body. The rest of it, he. It's under the the tutelage of some mumbo jumbo spewing. <laughs> Mr. Nutrition. President, if you're listening,
0: <laughs> was it that lady?
3: It may have been. Oh man, I read all about her. Did you see that piece in the New York Times, Marianne Williamson? No, I didn't read There's, it. There was this. I think it was in the seventies. There is this gal in New York City. She's a psychologist, I think, but she became convinced that Jesus was talking to her. And she wrote this 1,200-page, three-volume, new Bible thing. Wow, I don't know this story. Yeah. And and Marianne Williamson, who was casting about for identity and purpose in life and being a hippie and just just... Ooching around Trying to figure out Who she was And what she wanted to do She comes across this And and becomes convinced That this is You know The word of God Whatever So she studies it She writes a book about it She starts preaching this stuff That's where she came from And
0: then Oprah Attached herself to her Because that's
3: how You become famous Yeah And I know I know like a drive-by Version of it And a lot of it's Quite nice It's Kind of an extension she of the New Testament. She sounded like a crazy
0: person on the debate
3: stage. Yes, and she has millions and millions of devotees. I mean, it's just amazing. So
0: this person that thought they were talking to Jesus wrote a book and it got published. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy people that think crazy things. They don't get books
3: out there that anybody the, reads. She found some supporter with money, but again, it's it's. Uh, I think it's 1,200 pages. It's enormous. Uh, but she got it published, and there were a few copies uh, kicking around, and it became kind of a cause celeb among uh, new-agey New Yorkers. And, right. And then a uh, a cult, although a cult is not the right word because it's not like the Nexium sickos or whatever, but uh, it got uh, a lot of fans, and, and she became kind of the leading advocate of it. Interestingly, the gal who wrote it...
0: Do you know Marianne Williamson is now polling above Cory Booker? Really? I mean, it's like really? it's like one and a half to zero, but... Wow. Cory Booker. Oof. Wow. You're not
3: ahead of Marianne Williamson, my friend. Ouch. Ouch. Anyway, uh, but the gal who originally wrote all this and claimed to be channeling Jesus, uh, she had no interest in fame or money or anything off of it. It was purely uh, an s- apparently sincere uh, spiritual thing. With from him. a crazy person. Oh, probably, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so that's what Marianne Williamson is, uh, is and that's where she came from. I think we were talking about something else before that, weren't we? Yeah,
0: on Doesn't how you matter. can never make the Caitlyn Jenner movie, no matter right.
1: what. Right. <laughs> well, we'd moved, we moved on to six on. packs. Oh, six, six packs, yeah. And abs
3: and fat <laughs> yeah. people and Neil Patrick Harris and. Uh, nope, it's gone. Never mind. Yeah, that's that was a good uh, run. Yep. That's
2: all right.
0: Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty show.
4: Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at Toyota dot com slash beyond
3: zero.